Welcome back to another episode of Tide Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Night Tide, and I am in desperate need of coffee. So I'm going to go pause this, and I'm going to get coffee, and I'll be right back. All right, and we're back, and I have coffee. Thank God. Oh, one one small second for you, a few minutes for me. But at the end of the day, it's so much better for all of us. <laughs> no, guys, I love coffee. I don't know what it is. It's just, God, coffee just makes everything better, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Anyway, <laughs> let's get on with the show, shall we? Hey, jeez, night tide. Jeez. No, guys, I hope you guys had a fantastic week. Uh, it's definitely been definitely an interesting week. Uh, a little bit a little bit better than last week in terms of, you know, freak accidents happening and all kinds of stuff. And speaking of which, my son is right as rain. He is so good. He everything is fine. Um I can't can't say enough how he just feels like a normal kid again after you know, cutting his man parts and needing four stitches. And, you know, I mean, kids bounce back, man. I mean, they're, they're crazy. I feel like if that was me, I would still be nursing that and milking it for everything that I possibly could. Oh, honey, I can't take out the trash. I mean, I have stitches on my man parts and, you know, it, it could, could tear if whatever, you know, definitely be milking that, definitely be milking that. But he's, uh, he's just, just up and about and, and going. So for all of you that have been, again, uh, asking and inquiring about him, he's doing great. That's my older son. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, if anything, it's just constant constant colds now, man. We, I felt like the runny nose police this morning as I'm sitting there trying to chase down both the boys. We're trying to clean the house, get everything ready. Uh, everybody's coming over to our place for Easter. And, my Lord, <laughs> it's just, just freaking faucets running from their noses just constantly. Like, I felt like I went through half a box of tissues just trying to wrangle their poor faces. And, of course, like, every time I come near them with a tissue, they're like, no. I'm like, too bad. Dad Dad can't sit there and look at you with your, your face glistening with with the snot. And, again, welcome to parenting. If you haven't, if you're not a parent yet, welcome. Uh, welcome, welcome to your future. There's a little glimpse, <laughs> your little crystal ball into the future of snot-nosed kids. That's where that term comes from. It, it absolutely is the thing. They're just snot constantly. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But it's been a good week, guys. It's been a, it's been a great week. Um, and and kind of like last week, uh, I kind of wanted to add some more media segment. I finally got a chance to sit down and watch. I know this is complete complete like utter concept, uh, context switch, but I finally got a chance to sit down and watch Thor Ragnarok, and it was really good. I I don't I don't know why I didn't prioritize seeing that movie more or, or sooner. I just one, I, I was like, you know what? I really need to see this movie. I feel like especially because the Avengers Infinity War is coming out soon, and I'm definitely interested in seeing that, to be able to go through and be like, oh, man, like I haven't seen Thor yet. And it seemed like it had a big implications for, for the rest of the you know uh, MCU and all that kind of stuff. And I don't necessarily know where it has like far-reaching implications, except for the fact that you know there's stuff that happens in the movie that's, I guess, important to the character of Thor and potentially Hulk. But, you know, overall, it's... It was, uh, it was just a good movie. It's a good wild ride. It, it felt closer to a Guardians of the Galaxy-style movie, which I really enjoyed. I felt like there was definitely room for for there to be a lighter tone to some of these movies and have more fun with them and have them be more interesting. So I was really happy with that. And uh, and conversely, a very, uh, a very uh, divided fan base uh, in The Last Jedi came out on Blu-ray this week. And, and you know what? Heck yeah, I went out and bought it. I, I don't know, guys. Like, again, maybe this is just me getting old, but movies are movies. Content's content. You know, if you enjoy a, a series, if you enjoy uh, a kind of a story, 
you know, roll with it. You know, The Last Jedi wasn't everybody's favorite flavor, but, you know, in and of itself, it was an entertaining movie. Um, it, it had some entertaining twists to characters that we that we know and love or are getting to know. And overall, I, I remember seeing it in the movie theater and leaving going, wow, that was that was a lot of... There was a lot to take in, and uh, there was definitely some really cool moments, and, and I really enjoyed it. So, you know, I, I try not to overextend my myself in terms of, of how that implies itself with the rest of the lore and how that makes me feel. You know, I went I went to go see a movie. It was a good movie. So, heck, yeah, I went out and bought it. I'm actually excited to watch it again because I've only seen it once. So uh, we'll, we'll see if my opinion holds up, but I'm pretty sure it will. I'm pretty sure it will. It was, it was a pretty solid entry. Um, but yeah, so this week in terms of games, uh, I talked last week about how I was going to be playing Far Cry 5 this week because it released on Tuesday, and that I did, and holy crap, what a game to come back to, guys. Last week I told you, the last Far Cry I played was Far Cry 3, uh, fantastic game, left a very meaningful impression on me in terms of, of one of the best RPGs that I had played uh, that that kind of encompassed that first person real action heavy perspective, and good grief, uh, did, I was just I'm so far I'm blown away by Far Cry Five. It's 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 big, it's expansive. The story is excellent. Uh, again, the the Seed family so far is excellent. Uh, the the humor that they bring into the game is so welcome. Uh, my favorite thing to do is to shovel enemies. I, I bring them optimism. There's a skin for your shovel that's just basically a spray-painted smiley face on the spade of the shovel. <laughs> and I go around and I, I I definitely administer justice with it. I feel like it's more humane. I mean technically I'm only knocking them out. I'm actually killing them. So so I'm doing I'm doing everybody a service. I'm I'm keeping a high moral fiber while <laughs> also impressing upon the Peggies. All the good things, and no. So, for those of you that uh, that haven't picked up Far Cry Five yet, or don't even know what it's about, basically, you're a a, a sheriff's deputy, and I think you're supposed to be a rookie that uh, that gets tasked or, or tasked with a group of people that are supposed to arrest this cult leader in Montana. And uh, of course, everything goes wrong, and so now you're in a position to where you have to to kind of free some uh, free your friends and and work towards kind of building up this resistance against this cult, so you can actually get to this cult leader. And, uh, and I've only played it for a few hours, but man, is it already so good. I honestly think if you're a fan of the Far Cry, Far Cry franchise, or if you think the game sounds interesting and you like uh, RPGs, if you like like uh, like a Skyrim type of an experience, I think you will have a really, really enjoyable time with, uh, with Far Cry 5. I don't think you can go wrong. It's, it's most certainly uh, already made quite the impression on me. And God, it runs so good. Like that's one thing I, I have to say. For having a day one edition Xbox One, the game runs remarkably well. The there's not a whole lot of pop in. The graphics look great. The frame rates seem solid. I don't really have a whole lot of slowdowns. I don't really have a lot of times where I feel like I'm just waiting excessively for for load screens to happen or for things to happen in general. It's it's honestly running really really well. And actually, as as the week has progressed and I've seen articles about the game, that's one thing that everybody says is that AMD. Uh, who who's kind of been the the main partner in terms of of crafting drivers and things, which I think is partly why it runs so well on consoles, has done a really good job of making it, um, you know, uh, uh, compatible with a wide range of hardware and really efficient while actually working really really well. So people with even older PC setups, where you know graphics cards and things like that can make such a difference. Uh, don't be afraid of Far Cry 5. It's actually running really well on old hardware to the point where people are running it on Ultra with hardware that you really wouldn't think that you'd be able to do that with. So 
feel free to explore, investigate, and uh, I, I definitely give it my endorsement at this point to to definitely go and, and at least get it at a red box if you're a console owner. Uh, and if you know that you're a fan of the franchise, I, I'm pretty sure you, you've got a safe bet for Far Cry 5. It's just, it's it's too much fun. It's too much fun. There's there's definitely, oh my god, there's there's things that you do in that game. I got attacked. I got attacked by a, by a bald eagle. I was like, what in the hell is, what is attacking me? And someone was like, I think there's an eagle attacking you. And I look up in the sky and sure enough, this eagle dive bombs me. Like, I think that's the, the only downside to the game for me right now is the animals are so aggressive and, and are so mean, but they're like endangered animals, you know, or animals that I am not used to being mean to. Hell, I mean, yeah, there's bears and stuff that come after you, but the, the first <laughs> the first animal that I had to kill in the game, I think was a dog and it was like this attack dog and it kind of looks like a, like kind of like a, a really beefy Doberman slash pit mix. And I like pits, and and man, it, it thing just came after me, <laughs> and I jumped up on top of a hay bale, and instinctively, while I was holding a shovel, I hit left trigger, then right trigger, and I launched the shovel at the dog, and I impaled its chest, and while thinking to myself, God, that was epically cool, at the same time, I'm like, oh no, puppy, why, why night tide, why did you kill the puppies, you people are going to come after you, you're so mean. You know, and the same thing with a bald eagle. I'm like, this is a protected national animal. Why is it attacking me? And and then I predicted to, you know, uh, get it with a compound bow and and you know take its feathers. Uh, again, after a while, there's there's no remorse when something comes and messes with you that much. Uh, it's it's just asking for a, for a bruising, uh, and you know, it's it's a video game at the end of the day, right? But still, there's like that intrinsic piece of you that's like. Ugh. The poor animals. The poor animals. At least there's a piece in me. I, I, I love animals. So it's like, ah, the animals. You know, so anyway, so Far Cry 5, guys. Though. Far Cry 5, Far Cry 5, good stuff. Um, it, just in general. Uh, just a, a quick word, I guess, on Sea of Thieves since that came out last week. I'm still having fun with that game, guys. I, I think it's it's one of those where it's a super, it's a super casual, fun game to play with, with people. I think that, that we need to there's been a lot of hate on it. There's been a lot of people calling it like the no man's sky of Xbox and all this kind of crap, which is funny because no man's sky is now actually coming to Xbox with some big update and everybody's really excited about it again. Funny how that works. Uh, but I think people just don't get that game and, and I'm not going to get into that too much, but I can tell you this much. If you are willing to invest in getting the Xbox one game pass, or if you did go out and buy the game, I think as long as you have friends to play that game with you, you're not going to be disappointed with it. I think it's just, I think it continues to be a lot of fun and continues to be just a good time in general. So, you know, lots of, lots of good, lots of good stuff there. Ah, so all of that stuff out of the way, we can get to one of my favorite parts of the show during the week, which is the rising tide news. Rising tide news. We got it. We got a couple new peeps this week. I'm just gonna do the. I'm gonna do the rundown like I did last week, which is pretty much I'm bringing up the rising tide stream team page, which is mixer.com/team/risingtide, and uh, I'm just kind of going through everybody and seeing you know who's making progress and doing the stuff and things. Uh, so. Uh, let's see a bunch of people, a bunch of people that that haven't kind of moved the needle yet. I know there's a bunch of people that that joined the team kind of preemptively. They're trying to get their stream setups going, and uh, and definitely if you if you're in that category and you're part of the team, or if you're just part of the community in general, there's a stream help section in my Discord. Uh, if you don't know what Discord is, it's a it's a free 
uh, app that you can download on your phone, you can download it to your computer, you can just get to it in a web browser, and it allows you to kind of keep in contact with the community through having a, a server, quote unquote, <laughs> a server space, which is basically just a little hub, and there's text chat, and then there's voice chat sometimes, and it's what we use as our main um, you know, source of communication for the community. And if you would like to join that, again, you, you anybody can join. It's completely open. It's discord.gg slash nighttide. Uh, that's an open, permanent open invite, and uh, that gets you in there, and you can start chatting. But yeah, there's a stream help section that anybody can use, and the whole community typically reaches out and responds to those things. So if you're feeling like you need some stream help or you want to get started and you have questions, feel free, guys. Ask questions. There's nothing wrong with spreading around the knowledge, spreading around the love. Uh, and to that end, if you guys have questions that you would like to ask of myself and my boomstick, um, you know, please make sure that you're tweeting those to us on Twitter. Uh, make sure that you guys are are messaging those to us on Discord. Make sure that you guys are showing up uh, to to our Thursday kind of co-streams, and, and feel free to bug us about questions. And we will definitely make sure to include those things uh, in the in the BITM podcast, the Boom in the Night podcast that we do weekly. So anyway, all those plugs aside, uh, let's get to the teams. I'm trying to see who's who's done some stuffs. Uh, I think Countess broke a thousand last week. I think I said that. Reup crushing it, just oh, Reup just hit, hit that 5700, 5700, dude. Reup's doing so good. Reup's actually having his partner party, guys. He's having his partner party here soon. So if you guys wanna gonna hop on that that Reup bandwagon, if you guys are fans of Reup, uh, if you don't know who he is, go check him out. Again, it's mixer.com/reup. Uh, he's he's he made partnership, and, and this is a great, exciting time, guys. These are the times where we definitely need to rally around that. If you're part of the rising tide. Please make an effort to get to Reup's partnership stream, just to hang out and support him. Uh, if you want to subscribe to him, please do the things. Uh, you know, all of that thing's great. But even just being there, just having that night be an amazing night where where you get rated and you get hosted, and people are going there to congratulate you and to support you and to do all those types of things. It's always a fantastic time. So I think Reup's got some fun stuff planned, and and you know, just just go support him, guys. That's that's part about being part of a community. Uh, even if you're not part of the Rising Tide stream team and you're hearing this, even if you're not part of the Rising Tide community and you're hearing this for the first time and you're like, who is this? Pe- who are these people? You know, if you're part of the general mixer community, get out and support people that are making partner, that are are becoming pillars of the community. Because in, in the mixer world, when you become a partner, that's really the platform saying, hey, we want somebody. This is somebody that we feel you know, represents us well. So go go check out Reup. He's He's definitely... Uh, makes the grade, in my opinion, and the, I think obviously in the opinion of Mixer as well. So make sure to do that. Again, congratulations, Reup, on partnership, dude. It's fantastic. I hope you, I hope you just have a fantastic partner party, and uh, and I wish you all the best of luck in terms of of all the things that are now going to be before you and the whole new set of of wonderful challenges that are going to meet you. Sorry, I paused there. There's like a helicopter flying by. I'm like, what is? What is going on? It felt very loud. You guys might even be able to hear that. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Arch. Arch is rounding up on uh, his his Sunset Overdrive playthrough, and he's creeping up on 50 followers. So if you guys haven't followed Arch Majerius, please do the things. Chef extraordinaire and also player of, of lots of fun video games. Uh, let's see. Xcal. Xcal Gaming. I guess let me think. I said mentioned his new last week, uh, but Xcal's getting all his stuff set up. So make sure that you guys are are dropping that follow in anticipation of all the fun stuffs. Uh, let's see. Let's see who else is who who all has done the stuffs. I was, I'm th- oh, Bandito's creeping up on two hundred follows. GGs. Mm, 
don't know if there's too many people that have like crazy, crazy, uh, you know, needle moving things to happen this week. So we'll step 300 follows now this week. GG. Gage is up over 550. Gage, Gage, guys, Gage has been doing no hit runs way more consistently on uh, on Dark Souls 3. And he's gotten himself down to a personal best of 14 hits, which if you guys have played that game or have watched me play that on Souls Saturday, you know that I'll take 14 hits in about five seconds. So to have 14 hits happen throughout the entire game, taking out the standard bosses, I think that's pretty impressive. So make sure you guys are going and, and supporting Gage. He uh, he definitely does a lot for the community in terms of modding around a lot and, and is there as a resource. Uh, but he's also a really good streamer and, and a great Dark Souls player. So go to do that uh new member of the rising tide stream team miss ultimate cannon who is a longtime friend from over in the twitch days uh she uh she's an aussie so if you guys want to to hang out or if you if you're in the australia region and time span then that might uh she might work more with your schedule uh but yeah but cannon Cannon's a fan a phenomenal person super sweetheart and uh and she has has constantly been uh in the same circle of friends I would say that I've had since I started over on Twitch and then I've kind of moved over to Mixer and she's definitely popped over here from time to time. And I think with more and more um, Twitch partners coming over, especially from that kind of destiny, the old, old hat destiny directory guys, like angry iceberg and K magic and, and Ladman and all these people that are now coming over to Mixer, you know, it's bringing more people over to Mixer and, and she's one of them. So I think she might start trying to stream over here. Obviously she accepted the invite to the tide, uh, to the rise tide stream team. So, uh, good drop the follow give her some love do all the fun things uh let's see i did some things but we're going to talk about me last <laughs> uh dub Doc cupcake is a, a new member of the rising tide stream team i have to be very honest i have i have yet to go and catch a doc stream so uh doc doc subbed very recently and um, and i said hey you know obviously you got invite to the team if you want it he said yes so i'm going to go and, and check out doc cupcake um and and go see what all of your content is about so welcome to the welcome to the team and then, uh, other than that, look, Red Menace hit uh, 700 follows this week, and Dad got game creeping up on 1500. So, guys, got got some got some milestones in the makings. And speaking of milestones, I I once again have to thank you all for for your continued support of myself and the fact that we we just we passed up 12,000 follows, guys, 12,000 follows, uh, which was kind of my which is kind of my goal. It was definitely a goal of mine to hit that before the before the end of uh, end of March. So here we are with one day left, and we certainly hit that goal. So I thank you so much. Yeah, there are just times, guys. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to. I'm just like ah, words. Words are hard when you when you get to talk about this stuff. It's it's one of those things where you're always pushing. Right, I talked about this last week, how I'm so competitive and I want to push, I want to push, I want to push. But when you really take a st to step back and you really look at what you're achieving and, and how the community is growing and how there's new people that are, are showing up on a daily basis and, and are, are resonating with the content that you create, it just evokes all of these emotions and they're, they're awesome things. So again, thank you guys so much for 12K. We're still working towards our, uh, our 150 uh, subscriber goal. I think we've been hovering around like a 115 mark is like resubs have been going and new subs have been joining and it's been great. Like guys, again, honestly, that's, that's one of those goals. It's like, it's there and I have to have a goal there to make sure that we're working towards it. And that it keeps me honest about talking about it. Cause again, that facilitates me being able to go to shows and to do things right. Like, <laughs> like get a PS4 
uh, et cetera. And all of those things, though, are, are ways, again, we just elevate the channel, elevate the content. So they're important, but just the fact that you guys are are here and we, we are progressing together and the team is doing well and the community is growing and it's healthy and it's positive and it's just all of these things that, uh, that are just amazing. I, I'm just very thankful for and I love seeing and I just want to see more of. So kudos to all of us for continuing to work on all that stuff and, uh, and we'll get there, guys. We'll get there one day at a time, one day at a time. Ah, which brings us to the last bit of last bit of stuffs for today, and that's talking about the stream stuff. And and we had a really good topic this week, and um, pardon me, I'm going to take another swig of coffee here. Oh, so good. <clears throat> anyway, so we, I wanted to, uh, this was brought up in, in the uh, team weekly discussion. So we were talking about Instagram. I kind of let the Instagram discussion kind of bleed over into this week. Um, I want to talk about about branding this coming week, but I knew it was Easter holiday, so I figured, you know, it might as well be best to just kind of let us take a break, let us kind of simmer, and, and you know, just have some time, and as we ramp up with travel and holidays and all that kind of good stuff, you know, give us a little bit of a break, and then we'll pick it up and hit it hard next week and talk about branding. But one of the tail ends of, of this thing, or at least something big that happened this week, is Facebook um, had some serious security breakdowns and it brought up a good point in in um, the discussions around Instagram because I believe Facebook owns Instagram around privacy and security and it's like hey well if you really prioritize Instagram which is just another way of reaching people right it, it does the same thing inherently as a Twitter does just with a more media focus but you if you're focused on growing your Twitter the argument was hey if you're focused on growing your Twitter then why would you really need to diversify an Instagram, especially with the amount of, of data leaks and all this kind of stuff that Facebook is going through right now? And they own Instagram, so by proxy, your data is just as vulnerable, you know, in that kind of mindset. Why why would you even take the risk? And and the it it was an interesting because there were some good responses to that to that point that was made. And that point that is made, I want to make sure that you guys understand is extremely valid. As a protector personality myself, I'm always thinking about how do I protect my family? How do I protect me? Um, how do I make sure that I am, I'm, you know, giving you guys the authentic me, but making sure that I withhold specifics around things like where I live and uh, where where I work <laughs> and all of these, you know, types of, of basic things like the names of my kids, the names of my wife, uh, names, names of my wife, name of my wife. Got to make sure I get that right. Uh, but I, I want to make sure that I have all these things that I kind of keep them behind closed doors because there's a certain amount of anonymity that I want to maintain for safety reasons. Guys, if I wasn't worried, if, if we didn't live in a world where I had to worry about someone, you know, calling in a SWAT team at my house in the middle of the night while I was streaming, if we didn't live in a world where someone would show up and knock on my door unannounced, um, you know, asking, asking to, to say hi or whatever, because they're a fan. If we didn't live in a world where, you know, uh, DDoSing and, you know, identity theft were constant concerns, I would, I'd feel fine telling you guys this stuff. I would like, I wouldn't mind telling you guys my name at the very, at the very least my name and kind of where I live, right? Like I don't, 
I don't mind those things. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, could, I, I want to be more open, right? Like there's people that you encounter on a daily basis that, that feel like they know more about me because they see me at a, you know, at a grocery store every day. They see me at a, you know, at a restaurant that I frequent. They see me, you know, these people know my face. They know that I, where I live and around this community, but they don't know me like you guys know me. I feel like you guys know me better in a sense than those people know me. But, you know, that's, that's kind of the fickle thing about where we live is you just never know about people and what their intentions are. And when you are an online personality, so to speak, and you, you are putting yourself out there for the world to see, you've got vastly more, <laughs> more people that, that are, you know, uh, by statistically, there could be that one person that might, you know, not respect your boundaries or that one person that's not going to respect your, you know, your, your right to privacy. So there's things that you have to do to, to be safe. And so it just brought up the, the, co- the, the topic for me or brought up the thoughts to me around what I kind of do to keep myself safe and things that you guys can do to keep yourself safe. Um, one thing that I can, can suggest to you is make sure that, that you are keeping your online persona. And this isn't everything. This doesn't necessarily have to be for stream, but keep your online persona separate from all of your personal stuff, right? Don't have your personal email assigned to your Mixer account. Don't have your personal email assigned to your Twitter account that you use. Don't have your personal email assigned to your PayPal. Don't have your personal email <laughs> assigned to anything related to you. You know, I have contact at nighttide.com. That is a, I, I own nighttide.com. I, I have that as a private um, as a private listing in terms of me owning that domain. And then I have an email that I purchase uh, in addition to that service that goes along with it so that I can access that. And it's completely separate from anything else in the rest of my life. It just works, right? Very easily and in a much more simplified scenario, you just get a get a, a work Gmail, right? Get a, <laughs> get a work Gmail. You know, I could have gotten nighttide at gmail.com and that probably would have worked fine. <laughs> You know, like that could have worked fine. I just like to go a little extra, a little extra because I'm brand conscious and I'm trying to do those things. But make sure that you have something that's just a unique, unique email and use that for everything. Similarly, two-factor everything. And I like this is this is basic stuff, guys. But seriously, two-factor authenticate everything, especially if it has to do with with your your you know uh, content creation accounts or your business accounts, because it just makes it that much safer and in, in that much easier for you to to you know rest easy about all the things, right? Um, but yeah, I two factor everything. Again, I have these these emails that are separate. Um, even when you're signing up for stuff, guys. Even when you sign up for stuff, I don't sign up for stuff with my real name, right? If I'm signing up for business things, even if business inquiries with other companies. I don't give my my full name and everything right away until I have an established relationship with a company. I, they don't know my details, right? With Mixer, Mixer doesn't want to know your personal information until you're a partner, because that's when they need to know it, right? If if no one needs to know it, don't offer it up freely unless you're comfortable with assuming that risk, right? So if you you know enter a giveaway on Twitter, right, and they say what's your name, right, first name Knights, last name Tide, <laughs> like that's how you do it because you you never know what information could get leaked, and if you have that, if you give that information and associate that with your other information, then that all of a sudden links, you know, your personal identity to your online identity, and if you want to keep those separate like I do, then then that's a concern, right? Then you want to do those things. 
Um, what else can you do? Uh, what else? What else? What else can you do? Uh, if you're super concerned about things, you can get a VPN so people can't ping your IP. Um, you can use things like Discord for voice chat instead of Skype so that it protects your your IP address um, and all of those things because that's one of the, the nice features about Discord is it is a security first kind of of, of thought. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, those are kind of common sense things, right? Just common sense things. Don't give out your name. Don't give out your age. Don't give out your location. You know, people ask me where I live. I live in the greater Pittsburgh area. That's a very large area, but I live in Pittsburgh, right? Like I, I, people can resonate with that enough. They know about where I am. And if you guys are in the area and you want to hit me up and, you know, grab a, grab a, you know, a beer, grab a lunch, whatever, you know, feel free to message me on discord. And, and if we have a good enough relationship where I feel comfortable with that, then that'll be fine. We'll, we can go and do those things. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to give you my home address. <laughs> you know, I mean, guys, I'm, I, I have, I have hesitated on getting a PO box because if I get a PO box, then that's technically giving a location that's closer in approximation to where I am. Right. Then, then just saying the Pittsburgh area, if I have a PO box then that has to get a bit more specific, unless I want to drive forever and ever and ever to my PO box, which I don't, because if I, I want people to use it, I want to be able to get to it easily. Not have to wait, you know. Well, I gotta wait till the weekend so I can go drive, you know, two hours away. So I'm throwing people off the scent of where I live. You know, if you're that, if you're that crazy about where you, want, you know, how much security you want to have around yourself, those are things that you need to consider. Um, you know, so so all those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, guys, what what you have to realize is that when you when you put yourself out there in in an online context, especially as a content creator, as a YouTuber, a streamer, whatever. You, you are putting yourself out there, right? There, there could probably very easily be someone that could find out who I am at the drop of a hat, you know, with, with the right know-how. And that's okay, right? Like, that's okay. I'm fairly confident that, that the, you know, 99.99999% of the people that come to my channel and that are, are, you know, watching my content. If you guys knew who I was, you would respect my privacy. You would respect the fact that that I've got a family that that doesn't want to be bothered, right? With with people that are fans, and we can have that relationship of of community within the appropriate guidelines and context and all that kind of good stuff. And and I think that I honestly believe that. But that that doesn't you know completely cover for the fact that there could be some people that don't. Um, and then those are probably most likely the people that are trying to get that information to begin with, but there's a possibility that that could happen. There's a, there's a possibility that, that my personal, you know, information could be compromised and I already have plans on how to deal with that and how to, you know, contact the local authorities and, you know, reach out to the various online entities and all kinds of good stuff. And, and I've already got a game plan to where if that were to happen. And so you think you guys should be smart and think about, you know, having a game plan for that kind of stuff too. But even if that information gets out, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop streaming. I'm not that afraid that I'm going to do that. And I know that it's a risk, but it's one that I'm trying to mitigate for as long as humanly possible or to, till I get to a point where we're comfortable as a family making a family decision to release more of that information, to release the names of my kids, to release the name of my wife, to, you know, to talk about more where I live and all that kind of stuff. Um, so those are, those are concerns that I think that you guys should, should think about. And the last thing, Ooh, the last thing, big, big couple things from a safety and security standpoint that I think you guys should think about and, and practice just in general in your online life. One, never talk about 
your daily schedule. <laughs> Never talk about your daily schedule. Don't don't lay out your day for people minute by minute, right? You know, when I talk about my schedule, I say, well, you know, I get up and I got to I got to go to work and then I come home and I got, you know, family time and then the kids go to bed and then I got wifey time and then the wife goes to bed and then I start streaming, right? So that's my day, but there's very specific things about my schedule that I left out, including all the times of when those things actually happen. And when people ask me, I don't answer because I don't want you to know what my daily day schedule is. I don't want you to know when I, you know, leave my house in the morning and when I come back during the day and, you know, all those things. I don't want you guys to know the details and you shouldn't want other people to know those details either. Keep yourself safe. Uh, the second thing, if you are going somewhere and you don't want people to know where you are, don't talk about it until after it happens. You know, there are multiple times a year where I take my wife out on dates and we go to the ballet. And, and usually what I say when those types of things happen is the same thing that I would say if I was running late. Hey, guys, I'm probably going to be late. I got something going on tonight, right? I'm not telling you what I'm doing. I'm not telling you where I'm going. I'm not telling you what's going on. And then when I come back on stream after I'm home and after we're safe and after everybody's tucked in and nestled in, into beds, then I say, hey, you know, I took my wife to the ballet tonight. It was a great show, and I'll post something on Twitter afterwards and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's not that I want to keep that a secret from you that I went out to the ballet with my wife, but you guys don't need to know that when it's happening, right? Because that leaves open windows of liability to where I'm not home or, you know, all those kinds of things. So, again, guys, just be smart about that kind of stuff. Uh, don't geolocate yourself on Twitter or Periscope or whatever. Turn all that crap off uh, and make sure that you are being safe when it comes to your your internet personality and your internet habits. I think those are just good considerations to have. I don't think it's being paranoid. I think it's just being safe. And, uh, and if you guys just do those as a best practice type of a thing, then do it, right? But if there are times that you want to meet and reach out to people, then sure, let people know ahead of time. You know, if you're going to a convention, you want people to know, sure, like let them know. Nothing wrong with that. But in times that you are, want to have some privacy here or you want to have some additional security about, you know, your day and all that kind of stuff, you know, just make sure that you're thinking about that stuff and acting accordingly. So I think I have rambled on enough about that, but it, it just brought up a good point and I felt like it was something important to talk about. We don't talk about enough is how to be safe and things that you can do to keep yourself safe. Uh, so if you guys have any other questions about that, you can feel free to reach out to me, uh, post about it in stream help. You can post it, um, you know, DM me, whatever you need to do. And uh, we can talk about it some more. But honestly, guys, that's really kind of kind of it in terms of a strategy is, is just kind of doing the new, the base things to keep yourself safe. Uh, but that, that being said, I think that's our show for, for this week, guys. Uh, so again, if you, uh, if you enjoyed this, if you enjoy this podcast, please make sure that you subscribe to it on anchor.fm slash nighttide. Uh, you can also do the things on iTunes and Pocket Casts and another place. But uh, hopefully hopefully Google Play comes through soon. I would love for Google Play to come through soon. Like I, I was super hoping for that to happen. I'm like, please, I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm like, Google, please, just take me. I want to hear myself on Google Play Music and subscribe to myself. But yeah, subscribe to me where you listen, Google Play Music, or uh, on iTunes or Anchor.fm. I'll be posting these things, obviously, uh, weekly as we go. Uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash nighttide. Follow me on Mixer, mixer.com slash nighttide. And, uh, and yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Love your faces. Bye-bye.